It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast. Well, we've mentioned the Sunshine Coast is performing pretty well. You could say red hot. And the Sunshine Coast properties with some recent numbers show that typically houses are on the market for just over two weeks. And 12 months ago, the time on the market for houses was around 31 days. So it's virtually halved. So what is the latest medium price, I hear you ask? Well, let's find out and bring in Dan Soden from the Ray White Marucci Door office. Uh, G'day there, Dan. How are you going? Yeah, very well, thank Thanks, Craig. Thanks for having me. Yeah, nice to have you on. And you're really living the dream, aren't you? Living there on the Sunshine Coast, right in the middle, is Maroochydore. Yeah, look, we're, we're certainly enjoying an extraordinary time here on the Sunshine Coast. I've, I've been in the industry 18 years, but, but lived on the coast for pretty much all my life. And I felt like many times over the course of my career so far, I've seen my colleagues in, in Brisbane or Sydney or Melbourne enjoying significant market runs while the Sunshine Coast market was very much dormant. But it very much feels like right now where we're certainly catching up and, and may even be even leading the trend in many ways. Yeah, I think for sure that you are. And what about currently the medium price? Where is that at at the moment? Well, it's risen by about 30% uh, over the last 12 months through the Sunshine Coast. And there's a lot of articles now pointing to many suburb-based medians on the Sunshine Coast well in advance of the million-dollar mark. But sitting in Maroochydore, when you combine both apartments and houses in the median sale price, we're sitting at about 850000 in terms of um, the median sale price right now. Wow. Okay. Significant rise. And we know that delaying a property purchase is extremely dangerous because of a number of factors, not least of all the fact of capital growth is expanding and at some point the interest rate will rise. So Dan, you have some advice around the real cost of renting and lost capital growth versus say a 1% change in that all important interest rate. Yeah, look, absolutely, Craig. The, I guess having grown up on the Sunshine Coast too, a lot of a lot of my friends who have grown up here as well, we, we've seen this market rise for probably now the last three years. And there's always that seed of doubt in everyone's mind that might say, oh, look, you know, the market must correct soon or it needs to change at some point. Because in some, some cases, we all suffer from that local syndrome because people coming from down south are, are really coming to the Sunshine Coast. So I'm seeing a lot of friends sort of get to that point thinking, you know, will I buy now or perhaps maybe I might wait for the market to correct a little bit. And I think that's there's some significant danger in that. And I guess when you break the numbers down to that point, if the average um, home on the Sunshine Coast, you know, call it $800,000 for a round number, you know, and you're looking at your interest costs of around 3% for that property, you know, you're looking at around about, you know, $460 a week. When you look at the average rent, the average rent on the Sunshine Coast now is around $600 a week. So that's actually what's driving people to buy real estate is the, the affordability factor on a week-to-week basis driven by low interest rates. But for those that are thinking, oh, maybe I'll delay my purchase because I feel that the market might correct, I guess we've got to anticipate what type of growth we might see here on the coast over the next 12 months, for example. And last year was an extraordinary year, you know, some 20, 25% growth in in most markets. But if we're assuming only a, a 5% growth in property prices here on the next 12 months, 
you know, that puts, uh, you know, the, the average <clears throat> home at around $800,000 moving to around $840,000. So when you add in the extra equity growth, the capital growth on the property, as well as what you've also paid in rent for that 12-month window, you really can't save yourself in front of that $71,000 net difference when you calculate the rent you paid for 12 months plus the lost capital opportunity over that same period of time. So there's a big danger there in delaying your purchase. Even if interest rates do change, many experts in the market may suggest a, maybe a 1% change or maybe a 1.5% change even to interest rates. That's only a very small difference of around about you know, on the average mortgage, around $12,000 a year in interest payments in terms of real cost if there is an interest rate change. Yeah. And at the moment, of course, the market is being driven by people buying property. That is why the market boom is a little bit different this time around because the last two property cycles were fueled by investors. This market is fueled by owner occupiers. And you've got some thoughts around that particular aspect of the boom? Yeah, look, we've always said that people buy property. In the last cycles on the Sunshine Coast, and particularly the last strong cycle, which was well over a decade now, just before the GFC in 2008, so that 2006, 2007 market, it was really an investment boom. And you might recall hearing stories of people buying properties in mining towns and the prices quadrupling in that period of time. And that was very much um, what was driving our market on the Sunshine, Sunshine Coast was investors. But today it's different. Today it's it's owner-occupiers that are driving our market and it's a migration change to the area. You couple that with some significant infrastructure investment on behalf of the local government, and I'm talking about you know an international airport that's just been constructed and completed. We're talking about the largest allied health centre and, and hospital that's been completed in, in Kiwana. We're talking about one of the largest solar farms to be built um, in Queensland has just been established. There is so many infrastructure announcements that have been made, not to mention as well, right in the heart of Maroochydore, the brand new Maroochydore CBD, which is you know actually under construction now and has just been bought out by uh, the Walker Group, which is Lane Walker. You know, that's a, something like a three to four billion dollar development um, here right in the centre of town. So with all that infrastructure change, that actually brings people to the region and we believe that people buy property. No doubt. And they're buying a lot of it at the moment. So before I let you go, uh, you've been an auctioneer for over 15 years and called thousands of auctions. So how about uh, giving our listeners who may be attending an auction this week a couple of bidding strategies, because they're going to love that, some advice around how they could possibly save some money when it comes to an auction bid. Well, everyone has a budget, don't they, when you, when you go to auction and, and your goal as a buyer is to try to compete with those that may have a larger budget. And I guess what I've seen over the years is some really similar behaviour that's played out during the bidding. And, and my advice is to do the opposite. And in that regard, if you are operating with a, strong, a tight budget, um, act as if you don't have one and be very strong and very confident and very bullish uh, during the bidding. So often at the end of the bidding or when the bidding you know, really breaks down, the amount that, of bids that are placed it actually reduces. So the bids might go and say $20,000 bids, dropping down to you know $10,000 bids, $1,000 bids, $500 bids. And there can actually be a lot of time that goes on. And that drawn out negotiation actually ends up in many cases by continuing to push 
the price upwards. So my advice to people who are bidding on an, uh, on a budget is really take control of the auction, bid boldly, bid strongly, bid quickly, and and act as if you have a really big budget because the way that you bid may send some signals to the other bidders in the room that you may just never stop at the bidding and you're going to own the property no matter what. And that may cause them to bow out a little bit earlier during the auction itself. Hey, Dan, thank you so much for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast. I'm looking forward to the next time that I get into the Maroochydore region, the Sunshine Coast, and having a look at just some of the infrastructure that you're talking about because I haven't actually been to Maroochydore for about five years and I'm sure lots of things have changed. Yeah, look, there's some, some really beautiful um, larger apartment buildings that have been designed along the riverfronts. They are absolutely gorgeous residences. We're seeing a population growth. We're seeing a great hive of activity in, in much of the retail precincts. The beaches are amazing as ever. The rivers are amazing as ever. But there's also yeah, some, some, some extra amenity that's been developed here, which is super exciting for those that have uh, lived on the coast for a long time. Well, thanks again for coming on to the show. Thanks, Greg. Have a good day. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 